Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Awakened Mind. This is your wonderful host here, Casper the Friendly Ghost. I mean, Amanda. My name is Amanda. Although there are days where I very much feel like Casper the Friendly Ghost. (laughs) And I really gotta say that I hope that your January 2020 is going swimmingly for you and that you are floating through any obstacles and challenges that are being presented to you this year. As in my experience and the people I'm connected to and close with, it has been a roller coaster of a week, of almost a week and a half. Yeah. I want to share a little bit with you guys about what's been going on with me over this last week. I thoroughly hope that you enjoyed listening to Lauren and I ramble and chit-chat and uh, toss our perspectives around last week. That was a lot of fun to do, and we hope to do it again here soon um, and have a much more organized topic and uh, way of going about it. That was a very much off-the-cuff this came up and we really wanted to to put it out there for you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed that. I'm going to change it up a little bit this week. Today, what's really been on my heart to share over the last few days has been some personal transformations happening. Now, now whether or not you are personally going through any major transformations, um, I hope that you can relate At some point in your life, I'm sure you've had these things happen to you and just maybe. But I was listing some of the things that have has been going on. Okay. We I have been moved very forcefully by God, spirit, the universe, whatever you want to call them. I personally call it spirit or God. Has been forcing me through what I call my shadow work. Now, there's varying different levels on different types of shadow work. I feel like people who've never done shadow work have this idea about it that it's confusing. They don't really know what it is, but it's something bad, right? And then dealing with it can bring something good. It's usually the general idea of it. And then I see people that dive into addressing their shadow work or their shadow self and make great progress with it using a myriad of different tools and ideas. And of course, as I'm pretty sure I've shared before, meditation is my main tool of choice. For most things, I also do tarot, and I really do love the tarot as a tool. They're very precise and to the point and very in my face about things when I need things to be in my face, something physical. But just to give you an idea of some of the large grappling emotions that have been coming up for me just over the uh, new eclipse that have been happening and this full moon energy over the weekend that I've been grappling with. I have been grappling massively with relationships, other people's relationships and my own, um, other people's in the way of watching other people's relationships, whether it be with their spouse, with their parents, with their boyfriend, girlfriend, children, whatever it is, super easily emotionally triggering me. And that has come up multiple days, multiple times 
in a day <laughs> to make sure that I am addressing what it is I need to be addressing in my own life and my own relationships. The other big transformation perspective shift that happened is this shedding away of these ideas of the way that I should be or the versus the way that I want to be versus the way that I am. <laughs> Keep up with me if you can. That's one of the the big shifts that has been happening was realizing that I really deep down intrinsically am a healer and a catalyst for spiritual change and growth and healing. And that is what I have to offer the world through healing work of the mental and emotional bodies, as well as the physical bodies and offering that service is, is who I am as part of who I am and what I am and what I'm here to do in this world. And in coming to that realization, which happened through a meditation and internal questioning, I was struggling with some things and with some content things over the weekend about what to put out and what, what, what I wanted to create. And as soon as I had that realization, I saw this aspect of myself what one could call a shadow aspect of the self, come out of my head and fervently reject the idea of doing healing work. And I went, oh, that's where my resistance is. Thank you for showing yourself to the conscious side of my brain so that we can tango, okay? And all of a sudden, some things were put into perspective for me in that, in that area, now, I am still grappling with that aspect of myself. So when we talk about shadow work, that is what I'm talking about. That There are these things within us that are subconscious, that are patterns, that are learned behaviors, but there's still aspects of our personality and where we come from that actively work to sabotage our life and where we're going. And that is what is referred to as the shadow self. The you inside your head that is sabotaging your life, making it hard for you to move freely into your purpose, freely into what you're here to do, or maybe freely into that new job that you really, really wanted. You know, maybe a shadow self is saying, no, I'm afraid of that job. I'm afraid of that change. So we're going to trip ourselves up here and not do it. And those are just a few. There's more. There's so much more. In dealing with the relationship stuff, another aspect of my relationship came up that I had to deal with. I'm a military spouse. My husband has been in the Army Reserve for 16 years, and he has another six years to retirement. And then for many years, it was never going to be retirement. <laughs> for many years, it was going to be, I'm done with this after this contract. Well, I'm done with it after this contract. And so I have a lot of history there. And being a reserve wife, from my perspective, is, first of all, I have to give a shout out to anybody listening who is a military spouse or who serves in our military and doesn't love it because it is a challenging position to be in. And because I have been a reservist wife, that is what I speak on because that's what I'm fairly confident to have knowledge about. It sucks. It just sucks. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no making it easier. 
We have a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old boys at home. And our five-year-old is now connecting when daddy leaves for army time and has very strong, powerful, emotional reactions to go along with it. And living the part-time, what they call quote-unquote part-time, one weekend a month, two weeks a year, the reserve normally is, that has never been our experience because my husband wants to progress along the career path and finish out his time. And being on again, off again for military, for government work is hell. I don't like it. The only thing that is the bright, shiny thing about it is the gold coin at the end of the time when he comes home and he gets a paycheck. And that leads me into the next part of the paycheck just really doesn't do it for me. (laughs) There's so much more to life than a paycheck. And spending all of the time away from family that he has, which it tends to be a couple of weeks every few months on top of his weekends in between, just doesn't fill the void. It doesn't fill the gap. It doesn't make it any easier to be home raising our children without my partner. And I understand there's a lot of people out there who are single parents who are dealing with that struggle every single day. My hat's off to you. I know a few. But that also led me into this area of my life. Another thing that came up on top of my list of things was dealing with money and wealth. Like, where is this block coming from? Like, I know I have it, and I feel like I could be able to touch this block, this shadow aspect self that's holding certain avenues away from me. And I'm like, what is it? It's associated with the word deserve. So not really feeling that the juice is worth the squeeze with our military time and then getting a paycheck at the end of it. My pattern in my mind is to say money's not important. And I don't know how many of y'all out there who are listening know this or not, but money is important. And it is a big lie that it is not. It does not have to be the be all end all of the world. It does not have to be the center of attention and focus 24 seven. But I have been brought up in an environment that says money is not important, that money is hard. And those are the things that I am now changing in my life because I see around me the wealth in all things, whether it's money or not. And I'm seeing how that wealth builds on itself and the attachments and the connections that people make in correlation with the word wealth, which goes along with the idea of whether or not we deserve to have what we want in life. Do we really feel like we deserve to have what we want in life? In my association with that word, I was brought up in a place. You did not deserve anything. You earned everything. 
You earned everything that you had, and we were not deserving of anything. And I have a feeling that some of y'all out there can relate to that idea. And that maybe, just maybe, it doesn't actually have to be that hard. So as I sit here and I grapple with my shadow selves on these multiple different topics, and I see these connections that my brain has made and how I'm going about addressing it, you can do that too. We don't have to be the product of our environment. We don't have to be the product of our shadow selves that are sitting there running our subconscious life, tripping us up. We can be everything that we want to be and desire to be and more. We can be and do the things that fulfill us in life. One of the, there are so many, can I just say there are so many things. So I'm keeping a health journal for anybody who wants to follow along. It's coming out in February. The whole month of January, I am intermittent fasting. I follow this amazing YouTuber called Thomas DeLauer. He's phenomenal. He is all about the science and the science of nutrition and what our body does with food. He's been phenomenal. Super encouraging. He's been doing a um, 30-day intermittent fasting challenge. I'm fasting every day, although on that challenge it was designed for beginners. I'm used to fasting. This is no new thing to me, so I really wanted to hit it with what felt comfortable for me and my body, what I know about my body. Anyway, so one of the things that I've started doing is keeping a health journal and uh, cataloging my experiences of this intermittent fast, and in February, I will be releasing that out for y'all to listen to or follow along if you want to, so I can share that experience with you. At some point, I will also share with you the longest fast I have ever done and what that was like for me. It was pretty phenomenal. But as I'm going along through that, one of the other things that I've started doing is keeping my gratitude journal. I have a gratitude journal I've been writing in it every day since January 1st. It is some a practice that I had done in the past, and it is something that I picked back up as I realized I was going to be going through a lot of caca. So one of the things that, in my experience, has been absolutely transformational, <laughs> you probably hear the little dog tags on this poochie sitting next to me who's being totally adorable today. One of the most powerful things in my experience that has transformed patterns, especially negative patterns, and also helped to transform a shadow aspect is keeping a gratitude journal. Keeping a gratitude journal, even if it is only three or four things that you're grateful for, can make dramatic shifts in the way you feel. And we're in a feeling world, folks. We feel everything. We're very emotional creatures here. 
The first time I kept a gratitude journal, within five days, I was so full of gratitude. I was um, cleaning houses at the time. It was one of my clients. And I remember when this big shift happened because I had been writing in this gratitude journal every single day how grateful I was for this client, for that client, for all of my clients, how grateful I was for my life and my home and my kids, all this stuff. And then one day when I went to work, I was so grateful to be at work and to have those clients that I was moved to tears in all of my clients' homes, home that I was in. And that is a transformational experience. And that was just from being and projecting and cultivating the mentality, the attitude, the energy of being so full of joy and gratitude that you can't help but to have it flow over into everything else. And when you do that, you'll notice that you'll move from this place of the constant negative bickering pattern in the mind. I don't know about y'all, but I dealt with that a lot. To a place of grace where I was allowing grace around me. And when I was feeling all of that gratitude, if something negative happened, I gave grace to the people, to the situation, without feeling the need to be emotionally triggered and upset and interject myself. And I didn't take anything on from people. So one of the things that's helping me address this stuff and move through it faster is absolutely keeping that gratitude journal. The way that I write it out is I always say, I am, write it in the present tense, I am full of joy and gratitude for, insert your own thing, even if it's just for a couple. And this is a great tool to use for the law of attraction Because the law of attraction is based on those emotions. How are you feeling the moment that you have what you're grateful for? You know, visualizing that in your head. Second thing I'm doing is I'm praying a lot. I pray predominantly to the archangels because I deal with the archangel frequency a lot. And I literally will visualize myself going through taking up all of these negative emotions or moving this shadow aspect of myself. And I will, in my mind, pray and visualize and meditate and hand that stuff over to them and ask them to transform it and to fill my entire being with divine light and divine joy and divine gratitude and to live free from those attachments of fear because that's really all it is, is just being afraid of something. Being afraid of something, whether it's something we cannot control or something that we don't know. Moving through it. So, that's what's been on my heart, guys. That's what's going on. The struggle is real. The fear is not. The fear is not. I hope you got something out of that today. I hope that I shared this little piece of myself and my experience and my struggle to help give you the tools and an idea, a direction, how to handle the insanity that is going on in the world right now, which is super powerful. 
harness it, use it, take it in, transform it, transform your life. Share a story with me. Reach out to me, message me, leave me a comment, something. I would love to hear from you guys. Anything that you have on your mind that you want to say or share. I am also always looking for people to sit down and have a great conversation with on this podcast. So if you have something you want to say or something you want to share, please reach out to me. Let's chat about it. If you do not follow me on Facebook yet, you can find me at Awakened Mind One on Facebook. My picture is on there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I hope you all have a fantastic morning, afternoon, night, whatever time of day it is for you. Have a great day.